Welcome to the Daily Dose of Bailey, powered by Leverage Group and hosted by Bailey Compton. We hope you enjoy. Hi, welcome to Translation Tuesday. It's the 13th of July, 2021. And we're going to run a series on buying properties in a trust or buying and selling properties in a trust. And you'll note that from the, this title, we've actually called it part one. So there's a series of these because it's going to take us a number of weeks to actually get through and actually deal with all the issues relating to a trust. It's become a fad for people to buy properties in a trust, um, whether it be a family trust or a superannuation trust, an, in, an intestate trust. There's lots of different trusts around. But I thought the first place we should start is explaining what a trust is. Um, as time goes on and we talk about each trust, we'll talk about what each purpose of a trust is. A trust is a document which sets up a, an entity which allows it to do certain things. Now, I often think of a, a trust as a bit like a, a hot air balloon. Up the top, you have a, a big balloon called the trustee, and in the basket, you have the beneficiaries sitting down below the balloon. And, and the reason why I look at that is the balloon is meant to control it. The term trustee is, relates to who is responsible for the management of the trust. Now, there's two people that can be management, involved with the management of a trust. It could be an individual or a group of individuals. So it might be Bailey Compton as trustee for the Compton Family Trust. Or it could be a corporation, a company, which would be Bailey Compton Proprietary Limited as trustee for a uh, the Bailey Compton Family Trust. There's no problem with whatever structure it is, but that trustee has all the powers of the individual. They can sign contracts, they can make decisions, they can spend money, they can do, they can raise money. That trustee is the one empowered with it. Now down below we've got the little basket. We've got the beneficiaries. Beneficiaries are those people who benefit from the trust. It's not the trustee who benefits, it's the people hanging out in that basket who benefit. And we have a number of different, there are two types of general trust which people talk about. A unit trust. Now a unit trust simply means they've got shares in the trust. Or a discretionary trust which means that the trustee can determine who gets what. And what usually what you want to do out of a trust is you want to do two things is you want to determine who gets the debt and who gets the income. The reason for this, it allows you to balance up benefits for the tax man. So the person who earns the most amount of money in, in, in their job gets the most debts. The person who earns the least amount of money gets the income and that allows them to keep the tax debts down. But also hanging out is in there is that in that basket can be a property. The beneficiaries can own that property either jointly, in other words, as a discretionary trust, or they can own it, a, a shares in that property by having units in that trust. So if you say have 10 units, you could have Jack and Jill owning five units each, so they own half the property each. <clears throat> and it's a trickle-down effect. The trustee, which is the big balloon, which has got the balance up there, it makes all the decisions in relation to the property. Down below in the beneficiaries, they actually own the property um, based on the units they have in the trust. It's a new way of owning property. People do it because they can, a number of members of a family can buy, buy a property through this particular trust. The discretionary trust is widely used as a methodology for trying to save tax. Now, as we go through, the, through these weeks, 
This is just a general income to understand that the trustee is the manager, the beneficiaries are those who earn the income and pay the debts of it. It's also a very good way of protecting your assets. Now, as we go through the next other parts, we're going to next week talk about a superannuation trust and explain what the superannuation trust can do and what it can help. The week after that, we're going to talk about how you actually buy properties through superannuation trusts and how you sell them. And the fourth week, we're going to talk about the risks for agents. So everyone actually has a bit out of it. So next week, we're going to have a talk about a super trust. What is it? How do you make one? And how do you buy property in it? I'm Bailey Compton, and that's my dose. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on all platforms with the handle at Leverage Group. If you have any topics or questions you'd like us to go through, please let us know by sending an email or DM. Keep an eye out for the next installment of the Daily Dose of Bailey. Have a great day.